This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Disabled Persons Assembly Notable Radio Show. A whole new attitude coming your way on Otago Access Radio. DPA is the voice of all disabled people, whether the disability be physical, sensory, learning, psychosocial or age-related. Tune in to hear how we can work collaboratively to achieve inclusion for all New Zealanders. DPA's Notable Radio Show, every second Friday afternoon at 1.30 on Otago Access Radio, 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Kia ora everyone. Welcome to Disabled Persons Assembly Notable Radio for this Friday, the 1st of October 2021. Welcome one, welcome all. It's amazing that we're now in October. It's The year is flying by quite literally. There are plenty of events still out and about there, even though we still have COVID going on. And one of those is the upcoming Index Exhibition, which is run by the Autistic Arts and Culture Aotearoa Collective. And from that group I have with me today, Tanya Patterson. Welcome, Tanya. Good morning. Tina Chris, and hello to everyone who's listening. That's great. Excellent to have you on. Now, as I've said, you're here to talk about the third Index Exhibition, of art by members of the autism community, which starts next week at the Otago Museum. But before we do that, can we talk about, for the benefit of our audience once again, as we did last time you were on, what exactly autism in the autistic spectrum is again, and what this exhibition also means for autistic people such as yourself? Thank you. Um, and thank you for having me back on your show. Um, it's really nice to be here. So um, autism is the word that's used in a diagnostic setting for a, a developmental neurological difference. Um, so in the criteria, it observes the ways that a person communicates with and responds to other people in the world around them. Um, and there are different levels of autism depending on the levels of support that someone needs. So you would have heard of Asperger's, um, which was used more commonly in the past, um, it's sort of been absorbed into the autism umbrella, but that would have been level one autism. So having um, having the differences, but needing the least support, and then it moves up to level three autism. Um, so the differences are identified by observing um, what may be considered atypical ways of being human, um, but diversity of, is of course part of the vibrancy of being a human being. Um, but I also need to acknowledge that sometimes the frequency, intensity and impact of these sensory and communication and physical parts of autism can come with challenges, um, especially with navigating the community um, socially and physically. Um, so even though autism is at its basis a diagnostic word, it is increasingly views, viewed as an identity and a label of ownership and pride. Mm. Also, why another exhibition? Um, well, we needed to cancel 2020, of course. Um, we don't need to talk about why. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and the, um, the Otago Museum team offered us a place for this year, so we're really, really happy about that. 
Um, and we wanted to take the opportunity to present our artwork to the community and to stimulate really positive conversations around autism and around living neurodivergently. Um, and this year we're going to be in the main building of the beautiful Science Gallery, which is really excellent because it has a um, the site has fantastic projector capabilities. So we're able to add another sensory dimension to the exhibition. Well, that sounds really good. But before we launch into talking about the exhibition, can you tell us a bit about Autistic Arts and Culture Aotearoa? Um, sure. So Autistic Arts and Culture is a Facebook page that I'd set up a few years ago. It was one of my many unattended startup projects, if you will. I tend to start many ideas and projects and leave clues for myself to trigger <laughs> movement when I have the space and time. Um, alas, I have quite a trail of many beginnings. However, I'm really happy to say that the Facebook page, um, Autistic Arts and Culture Aotearoa, um, is now a conduit for sharing the autistic artist's work and showing off our wonderful Index exhibition. So what was the original inspiration for holding Index? Um, well, I've always been taken aback by the amount of artistic talent in the autistic community. Um, and I went full special interest on autism, researching, reading and following pages and joining groups and absorbed all the information I could. Um, and I held education type workshops, some independently and some with altogether autism. And I spoke about many topics related to autism, um, like addiction, female experience of autism, physical issues. And while that was a really neat way to meet other people and put my special interest research to good use by having these conversations, um, often they tended to be around navigating, helping others um, to find their way around the typical world and school and work. And this is all very important stuff. But I kept coming back to our uniqueness and how talking about doing the things that we love makes us feel, makes us feel good. Um, and I kept coming back to the artistic potential and ability that I see um, in the autism world. And it's sort of an, an ability or an eye that others may not have. So I kept coming back to art and I started to talk about it with other people. And eventually the energy grew and the opportunity opened up for us to have an exhibition. Following the 2019 exhibition, where do you think the Dunedin Autoporty public has in terms of its attitudes towards autistic people and neurodiversity? What efforts are underway to both challenge and change those attitudes aside from the exhibition itself? Um, great questions. Um, I think people's attitudes and values often show within the conversations that we have together. And, and this is why I think the index is so valuable. Um, it's a kind of prompt and a pivot for open dialogue. Um, and I've noticed over the last few years, people seem less scared to talk about autism. People seem to have more confidence in their understanding of some of the um, nuances I use of autism, um, especially with sensory differences and being open to alternative ways of communicating. Um, and for listeners who may not know, Chris and I are among a number of disabled representatives on the DCC Disability Advisory Group. Um, and I've been really happy to, to be a part of that conversation and to hear 
autism as a part of the discussion at that level. And that's, I think, a really excellent reflection on change. I think that you're raising up the fact that we're both members of the Disability Issues Advisory Group is a rather good way of illustrating as to how the voices of the autism and neurodiverse communities are being heard as well within officialdom, within the public space, within central and local government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's excellent. That's that's a, um, a newish thing. I think our voices were there or the discussion was there, but um, but yeah, having a seat at the table is, is really fantastic. I think that is too. What sort of world would you like to see for autistic and neurodiverse people going into the future? Um, I guess like we all hear a lot of people talking about inclusion, diversity, um, and I guess I'd like to see a world where we don't need to talk about it because it's just a natural part of how we are and, and how we do things. Um, that's about all I came up with to answer that question. No, that's all right. <laughs> and also, did I ask you the question, what artists and works are featured at this year's exhibition? I don't think I did. <laughs> that's all right. I've been... <laughs> all good. Um yeah, well, this year we're really stoked. We've got a number of our artists that are contributing again um, that have been from previous years. Um, and we've also got quite a few new people joining us. Um, because we've got the projectors, we've got a bit more um, sort of scope. And um, so we have a few new people as well from different parts of New Zealand. Um, on our advertising banner, you'll see... It features work um, that are portrait works by Tom Fox. Um, and they're really distinct in style, um, having been made from many, many fingerprints. Um, we have a young, we have Dylan, who writes poetry using a process called immediate action poetry. So most of his poems um, have not had a single word changed or edited. We also have a number of artists from Studio Two. And one of the new ones this year is called Eli, and he makes stop-motion videos and has his own YouTube channel with an original character called Fleshka. Um, And we're also very honoured to be showing work from Martin Thompson this year. Martin um, sadly passed away in early September. Martin is known for making like elaborate, mathematically-based artworks on millimetre-square gridded paper in dazzling coloured inks. Um, and he's had his work shown globally, including in New York. Um, also, I'd like to mention we have two film screenings this year. So we have Seeing the Unseen, which is an Icelandic film, um, and that explores the roles autism has in 17 Icelandic women and asks why have autistic women and girls been invisible in society? Um, and the other movie is a stunning documentary about a New Zealand artist, Susan Takahurangi King. And that's called Pictures of Susan. Um, and I was really excited to meet Susan and her whanau a few years ago at an All Together Autism conference in Wellington. And I'm really over the moon to be screening her film at Index. Um, and also we'll be holding quiet screenings for both of these films for people who, are, um, who have sensory issues or just need a bit of, a bit of quiet space to get in mm-hmm. and enjoy a film. So that's very exciting. Sounds like it's expanded since 2019. Yeah, it's slightly different because we were in the HD Skinner Annex um, and now we're in 
the main building <laughs> um, and the beautiful science gallery, so right next to the planetarium. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've changed it slightly. We had workshops last time. This year we're, we're having movies and we're having, um, we're having a professional panel on the evening of November the 1st which we had in 2019, I think, and that was really popular where people can come and just throw a bunch of questions um, at um, some a panel of professionals and, and me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that's really neat. It sounds a really full-on exhibition, and I'm really looking forward to coming to the opening night and then perhaps coming to the days following and the days following to view the artworks more extensively. Oh, that would be excellent. We would look anyway, that. that's great. Finally, please give us the details for this year's index exhibition. And also, can you just tell us very quickly, it's spelt in a very unique way, the word index, and represented as well, and where people can see it. You've talked already about the Otago Museum and the Science centre but mm -hmm. just fill us in with a few more details so that people know where to go yep sure thing um so index the spelling of index is it's a small i which um is representing identity um nd is um representing neurodivergence so that um Diversity in neurology is really important. I, that's something that is being spoken about more around autism and ADHD and other neurological differences. Um, so that's the ND. And the end is the DX. There's only one D in it, but I've merged them together. Um, and DX stands for diagnoses. So that's how, how medical people write diagnoses in shorthand. So it's, um, it's kind of enveloping... Um, as many people as possible in the, the identity and neurodivergence and um, and with the diagnosis. Um, so, yeah, we are open to the public from the 13th of October. I hope I've got that right. Wednesday in two weeks. Um, or a week and a half. It's not far now. I know. Um, it's pretty exciting. It's crept up this year. Has it has, indeed, us. I just <laughs> changed my calendar this morning. <laughs> uh, uh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so as I said before, we have events happening during the exhibition with the public panel, which is the 1st of November. Um, movie screenings on the 28th of October and 14th of November. Um, and also the museum is going to be having quiet hours. So that's for all the galleries and for Tehuda Science Centre. And they'll be on the 14th of November and the 5th of December. And um, so we have this information up on the Autistic Arts, well, we will have this information up on the Autistic Arts and Culture page as the events come online. Um, the Otago Museum's main website will also have the details and their Facebook page will be posting about events. Um, we're also going to have like a, a question um, paper for people to write on at the um, exhibition itself, and they can ask questions or write comments, and they'll be added on to the, um, to the museum's Facebook page where someone will answer them or reply to them that way, so we can have conversations online as well. 
Um, and if people want to ask a question that they may not feel they want to ask in person or to, to type on screen, then they can write it down and anonymously, even if they like, and um, we'll do our best to answer. Yes, look, that sounds really good. It sounds a really exciting exhibition. I'm really looking forward, as I said, to coming along and checking it out. I encourage other people in the community to do so as well. It sounds a really great exhibition. Best of luck. Hopefully COVID behaves itself. (laughs) And that we have a straight run right through. And by the way, just one more thing. The exhibition runs from the 13th of October to? The middle of December, the 10th, I believe it is. So we've got a longer one this year, usually being two weeks, but um, but we've snapped up almost two months this year. Two months. Well, that sounds a really good exhibition. Go and see it at the Otago Museum in the Science Centre there. And I've had on the program today, Tanya Patterson. Good luck, by the way, Tanya, for the exhibition. To the end, thanks to everyone on the organising team for that, including yourself. Anyway, that brings me to the last part of the program where I promote our DPA monthly meeting. Now that has been changed this month to avoid a date clash with another meeting which I and others within DPA will be attending. The meeting will be held on Wednesday, the 20th of October, between 12 noon and 1.30pm. If we are in Level 1, we will be holding it in person at the McNabb Seminar Room, third floor, Dineen City Library, Murray Place. However, if we are in Level 2 or above, we will be holding it solely online. For those who wish to join our meetings, please become a member of DPA because that will enable you to do so because of the fact that we will need to send you a Zoom invite to make sure that our meeting is reasonably secure in that case. And it will be both online and in person at the McNabb Seminar Room if we are in level one. Just clarifying that, if we are in level one, we will be meeting in person on October the 20th in the McNabb Seminar Room and online. But in, in level two, it will be online only and via Zoom. You can get the Zoom link from me at chris.ford, F-O-R-D, at DPA. .org.nz at dpa.org.nz and that's for the Zoom link that will be applicable regardless of the levels just trying to make that clear there but we will be meeting in person only if there is a or in conjunction or in tandem with online if we are at level 1 on October the 20th Fingers crossed for that. Anyway, I also would like to remind people to please, if you haven't done so, go and get a vaccination. Please also let DPA know about your experiences of testing and vaccination. They haven't been that great for 
disabled people or some disabled people around the country, we do want to hear your feedback so we can take that to the Ministry of Health. Anyway, that's all from me. Thank you very much to our guest again, Tanya Patterson from the Index Exhibition. Runs from the 13th of October, as she said, to the 10th of December in the Otago Museum. We'll be back on air on October the 15th at 1.30 on DPA Notable Radio, on Otago Access Radio, of course. If you want to listen to this show as a podcast, go to the Internet Access Radio app or go to the sorry, or website. Just go to the old website, Otago Access Radio. Google it up and it will come up. Anyway, that's me for another two weeks. See you on the 15th of October. Kakitiano. Disabled Persons Assembly is Aotearoa New Zealand's first pan-disability organisation, acting as the voice of all disabled people, whether the disability be physical, sensory, learning, psychosocial or age-related. Dunedin meetings are held on the second Wednesday of each month and we can provide free transport assistance and a New Zealand Sign Language interpreter when required. If you'd like to know more, call Chris Ford on 476 7579 or 027 696 0872. And you'll find our national website at www.dpa.org.nz. Disabled Persons Assembly, a whole new attitude. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.